Happy Easter, everyone. I care so much. I did a podcast on Easter. Listen, with Michigan's uh, heartbreaking loss to UCLA, we flip the script and start football. And season two of House of Hale. And this just feels comfortable, guys. So as our football team takes the practice field, the smell in the air begins to change, the sights and sounds become familiar again, and just like that, we're home. I'm coming home, I'm coming home, tell the world I'm coming home, let the rain wash away all the pain of yesterday, I know my kingdom awaits, and they've forgiven my mistakes, I'm coming home, I'm coming home, tell the world I'm coming. I'm Charlie Pruin. This starts season two, episode number one. Woo! I told you guys it was going to happen. I told you. Season two. Uh, We'll finish up with some basketball. You know, a little unfinished business there. And then, uh, somebody say football! Mm Mm-hmm. First, let me say thank you to everyone for listening to House of Hale. On Apple, Google, Spotify, iTunes, and Anchor. Don't forget to subscribe, share, rate, and review the House of Hale podcast on your favorite listening platforms as I just listed. And also, don't sleep on the House of Hale Facebook and Instagram pages. Tell your friends about the House of Hale Facebook page. And don't forget to message me for your free swag bags. Just message me. Tell me you want a swag bag, and I'll send it out. Simple as that. Um, I know I say every week, tell your friends and family about the House of Hale Facebook page. Well, we had a gentleman leave some comments on the Facebook page the other day. <laughs> and it turns out he's an Ohio fan. <laughs> and he's friends with a House of Hale fan. That's how he stumbled upon the page. The exchange was beautiful. Fun, fun, fun. (laughs) I encourage that all day long. I love it. Um, We at House of Hale welcome everyone of all teams to our pages, Facebook and Instagram. But just remember, um, here's House of Hale's official runner on other teams. We've even classed it up with some background music. Hope you like it. Your team just sucks. Yes, your team completely sucks. I I can't even bring myself to say their name because it leaves a taste in my mouth like I've just licked my own crotch. And you know, I'm not machine washable so it can get pretty funky down there. There you have it. 
That's how Sahail's official position on other teams. And with MSU being so cocky right now, we'll probably see some of these fans comment on the House of Hale Facebook page in the future. I mean, they are cocky. They have every right to be. <laughs> so uh, we got that going for us on the social media front. And, okay, guys, let's wrap up some basketball. And then we turn the page to football. Somebody say football! All right. Let's break down the loss to UCLA. 51-49. to What? Can you believe that score? That's crazy. Either that's hella defense or hella bad offense. I'm going to say hella bad offense. Um, the defense was decent. The offense was, whew, for both teams. Besides, uh, dude from uh, UCLA was tearing it up. Juzang, wow. But here we go on this. That was one hell of a time <laughs> to play our worst game of the season. Uh, Michigan starters combined put up 35 points. Missed five free throws and committed 14 turnovers. I mean, at one point, the turnovers became comical to watch. Not really, but it was rough. Um, And that was a rough game for Michigan. Uh, Juzang, like I said, for UCLA, he was just on fire that game. Uh, Could he miss? He finished with 28 points, but it didn't look that way in the first half. I thought he was going to finish with all the points. And incidentally, UCLA had zero points from the bench. Zero. Their starters played pretty much the entire game. Um, do you guys think it was a bad choice to have Mike Smith or and and or slash, you know, Franz Wagner take the last shots. I know they hadn't hit a thing all game, but they had been. So, I don't know. I don't think it was an outrageous thing to have either one of them take that shot. But, I don't know. Hindsight, why wouldn't you have Shawnee Brown take that last three? He's been hitting them. He was he was hot. He should have been the guy. But, you know, hindsight, and that sucks. But um, before that, it even came to that. How about all the missed layups? I mean, we missed layups or, or close-range shots. You, take your pick. Um, God, we just were not on that night. We, the, the amount of layups was ridiculous. I mean, how do you miss them right under the net? It's almost like... I found myself yelling at the TV saying, why didn't you dunk it? Just go for the dunk. But, man, that was, that was a tough pill to swallow. But regardless, this season was a complete success. It really was. You got to remember, Michigan was picked to finish sixth in the Big Ten, guys. In the Big Ten. Instead, look what Juwan did. He finished 23 and 5, 14 and 3 in the Big Ten, 13 and 1 at home. He took care of it. And all season long, the Big Ten Conference dominated. That's all we heard is they're going to dominate the, the brackets. Look at them. They're, they're the best conference in the league, right? But in the end, Michigan was the only team to advance. 
far. So congrats to Michigan basketball on a great season. And now with the number one recruiting class coming in for next season, Juwan has decisions to make. Um, do you play the ones that stick around for that extra year, you know, that COVID year? Or do you move on with new blood? Because honestly, do, do you think any of the players leaving are ready for the pros yet? Honestly, think about it. I hear a lot of people saying no, but I got to be honest. I think it depends on what NBA team these guys are going to go to. I mean, some of them, yes, I think could help out immediately on some really bad NBA teams. But um, I do think, of course, Livers and Wagner are gone. I don't think either one of them's NBA ready. I'll just throw that out there. Uh, they should come back. Brooks is probably gone. He may come back, but he's, I mean, he's looking out there, but he's not NBA ready. G League, I can see that. Uh, Mike Smith. He's more than likely gone, but he could come back. And then it comes down to would Juwan want him or just Juwan want to move on with a different scheme? And then Hunter, being a freshman, I, I do think Hunter stays at least one more year. Um, but with all that being said, that it's really it's dependent on what uh, direction Juwan really wants to take this team. He might want to move on from that 5'10 Mike Smith role. You know, I don't know. But um, just one more thing before we switch it to football. I saw a lot of fans after the UCLA loss really, really giving it to these kids on social media, the Michigan uh, team. Look, I'm all for being emotional after a tough loss like that. Um, but to actually have enough time in your life to sit down and berate and bash a college student is ridiculous. You, it's ridiculous. You need to reprioritize your life. If you have that much time, go volunteer somewhere. That's someone who has entirely too much time on their hands. How could anyone threaten these kids that... Just weeks earlier, they'd been cheering on. Now, after a bad night of really no one showing up to play, you want to single out these kids that have carried this team. Why? Because of a bad game? If that's the mentality of this country to threaten students after mediocre play, well, we're in more trouble than we know. We need to relax and remember, this is a game. It's a fun game. And remember this. Remember what it was like to not have these games? You remember that? Remember when they canceled it all? It sucked. We suffered. And you know you did. You didn't watch a freaking sport. You watched freaking uh, steel saw log cutting and shit, which is fun. But it doesn't replace anything. Now, come on. We have these games back. Let's enjoy them. Shit happens in these tournaments. Look at the teams that went out early. You're going to bash Michigan for going out in the Elite Eight by two points? Get out of here. And another basketball thing really quick. 
That Gonzaga-UCLA game was amazing. I was pulling for UCLA the whole time. The last two shots, um, you know, one for each team, was unbelievable. The whole sequence was unbelievable. That basketball game was tight. But um, one thing for sure is Michigan basketball. Men's and women's now. The future is tight. And speaking of tight, let's switch to football. That wraps up a great basketball season. But it's time to move on, guys. Somebody say football. So, listen, I asked a buddy of mine (laughs) if he would record something about his feelings for Michigan football coming back. (sighs) I think I caught him at a bad time because he recorded something for me, but yeah, boy, he got the teams wrong and the, the freaking players wrong, but give it a drunken listen. <laughs> it's uh, pretty funny. Fucking Rothfuss, Burger, the quarterback, was all fucking hug it, chug it, football all night. Yeah, so <laughs> that's how that came out. Um, yikes, must have been a long night. I'll give you a C for effort, though, bud. <laughs> okay, guys, it's really happening. It's football time. It's been like three years since we played. <laughs> Not really. So, but let's get into this season or preseason. Preseason, spring, spring ball. Now, guys, I'm not going to break down the season schedule yet because if you remember, I did that last season and I ended up breaking down like three different schedules by, by the end. So I just, all you guys just listen to hot air, which you do anyway, but you listen to more hot air, hotter air then. I'm not going to put you through that. So I'll just wait a minute for that, you know. We'll go over the schedule, get a little closer to game times. Um, but for now, let's take it back to some football news, Michigan football news. Um, as we all probably know by now, <laughs> Giles Jackson, wide receiver and kick returner for Michigan, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, His freshman year was 2019, so in two years, he's got four touchdowns at Michigan. Uh, He had that killer run back versus Rutgers. Rutgers. I do not not want him to transfer, but the bottom line is good players play. Sorry. Sorry. You know, sometimes it doesn't work out for certain kids at certain universities for a number of different reasons. Um, it doesn't have to be play-related. It could, a lot of the times it is, but uh, homesick, I mean, you never know. But he's even left campus already. I think he's still enrolled on in the university, but he's left campus. Uh, he's going to do the, uh, the online remote thing until he officially transfers to another school. And, of course, we wish Giles Jackson the best in 
thank him for being part of the Michigan program. Go blue. And I mean, honestly, he's probably got an option to come back if he wants to. I don't know if he doesn't like the competition coming in or who knows. I mean, we'll never know the reason, the true reason probably, but let's talk about more encouraging news. Um, Linebacker, Josh Rouse, coming back for a fifth COVID season. He said he has unfinished business. He went on to say the main reason for his return was the way the team struggled and finished last year. Going on to say um, last year wasn't good enough. So here's what Josh Ross did in 2020. He started all six games at linebacker. Uh, Ooh, six games. (laughs) He made 53 tackles with uh, one and a half for loss with one sack and one interception. His standout game was, of course, the Penn State game where he had a career-high 12 tackles. Even though we would go on to lose that game, 27-17, he had a career game. So, even though Hassan Haskins would run for over 100 yards also in that game, we would go on to lose that game. Now, Josh Ross, in my opinion, he is a really good linebacker. But let's give him a lot of credit right here, recognizing the fact that he still has a lot of work to do so he can take that next step in life with confidence. He's going to take advantage of this extra year of eligibility and hone his skills. And I'm looking forward to seeing big things come from Josh this season. Good luck and go blue to him. And another one, defensive bat or safety, uh, Brad Hawkins. Hawkins! Hawkins! Is coming back for his fifth COVID year. Um... Another great example of an athlete realizing there's still work to be done on his end. That's all it is. It's, it's not a disappointment. It's just a fact. There's work to be done. Um, just before he can take that next step. Paying attention, basketball team, because a lot of you guys could take this extra eligibility and hone your skills and maybe have NBA talent. Take your talents to South Beach. But uh, Hawkins said he's working on his speed, range, playing in the middle of the field, and getting sideline to sideline. And enter bulletin board material, I guess. Hawkins went on to say, every single time I walk into this building, everything that I do is preparing for Ohio. In the weight room, I'm prepping for them. On the football field, I'm prepping for them. In the meeting rooms, I'm prepping for them. Everything you want to hear. That's everything you want to hear, guys. Um, I'm, I'm happy to hear them admitting it, because you know for a while there they refused to admit it, that they focused on that game. Ohio admits it every day. Time to admit it. Um, Hawkins did well last year, but just like everyone, it seemed he also had his best game against 
Rutgers. <laughs> so basically, we've proved we can have career days if we play Rutgers. And just something on our offensive line. Uh, remember when Zach Zinter, uh, the true freshman, he got put in at guard because Jalen Mayfield went out injured uh, last season? Then in the Penn State game, actually it was the, the not the game, the practice, he went out in the game, but the practice leading into the Penn State game, um, Zinter tore his UCL in his thumb, and he had to come out after one snap in the first half of that game, or the first quarter of that game um, after one snap because he was in so much pain. So he underwent surgery on that, and now he's at 100% and ready to go. Um, he's got experience there. So he's excited to compete for the starting guard spot, even though Michigan just got a graduate transfer from Louisiana Tech, 6'6", 343, guard Willie Allen. Um, so there's more competition there, which is great. I'm not down on that. So there'll be a lot of competition on that line though. A lot. So with all the new coaching moves, player moves, um, let's see a way too early prediction from Sports Illustrated. I just happened to stumble upon today on how Michigan football finishes the 2021 season. Drum roll, please. Eight and four. Well, what do you guys think about that? Eight and four. Eight and four. That's obviously going off what we did last season. So, well, I'm not going to break down every game, but for one, they have us losing to Maryland. That's one of our four. I don't think so. I understand who's their quarterback. I don't think we lose. I understand who's their coach, second year in, and he's back. I don't care. Um, they have us losing to Wisconsin. I mean, we'll see. And Penn State, they have us losing to Penn State. And eh, we'll see on that one, too. And you know who else they have us losing to. That's our fourth one. As for me... No prediction yet. I just need to see where the pieces fall in still. They're not even in place yet. I don't, I need to see that. You'll have to wait. But as for, as, as of now, it's looking like Cade McNamara is the front runner for quarterback by a lot. <laughs> but I hear J.J. McCarthy has flashes of greatness. So that's, I mean, that's good. You got to understand, J.J. just got there. Cade's been there. He's, he's played in game settings last season. So he's going to have the leg up. Absolutely, he should have the leg up. If he's a progressing quarterback, that only makes sense. So uh, all in all, we have a lot to look forward to. And it's, I, I think it looks pretty good. Quarterbacks, I, I honestly thought J.J. McCarthy would come in a little more highly. I, I thought people would be saying a little bit more about him at this point than flashes of greatness, but, eh, okay. I'm cool with Cade, guys. I'm absolutely 100% cool with Cade. And I'm cool with our coaches. Our coaching moves, I think, are 
needed to be done. And I think, I think we, we have the right people in place. Even you can argue with me on this, even our head coach, I think our head coach, not non-move is a great move, non-move, right? Ohio guy. He's the best coach for us, right? <laughs> but uh, guys, we do it. We have a, a ton to look forward to. We'll see how it plays out. And you can look forward to free swag bags if you ever message me and tell me you want one. I got them. I got them. And be sure to tell your family and friends about the House Hale podcast on all your favorite listening platforms. And don't forget to pass along the House of Hale Facebook and Instagram pages. And hey guys, post up your collection um, of memorabilia. I posted up a couple things um, the last couple weeks. Um, I'm dying to see some of your stuff. And if you have something for trade or something for sale, put that up. See what ha- we'll see what happens. Because actually, guys, I I probably will put up a picture of it. Um, I actually may have a little brown jug that I'd like to trade, and it's the big little brown jug, not the smaller size one. But uh, yeah, depending on what's out there, uh, maybe I'll post a pic, and you guys can hit me up on uh, Messenger with a trade if you want. Uh, yeah, let's get it moving. That'd be cool. And did did I mention last when I got those autographs last week? I got Cam McGrones and he signed it. Ohio blank sucks. That was killer. He laughed at that. But uh, yeah, post up your stuff for sale, and likewise you can do the same. Post your stuff up for trade or sale, or or just to show off. You can put not for sale on it. I I'd just be interested to see what you have. Maybe I have something to complete your collection. Hmm. But uh, the only thing on that brown jug, guys, is shipping's a killer on that thing. <laughs> so, like, a, a meet-up trade would be preferable, but whatever. We, we'll figure something out there somehow. Um, well, I think we did it. We did it. We're back to football, guys. We are. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll touch on the other sports still. But we are 100% back to football. Season 2, Episode 1, coming at ya. And this will be a great year. I really do. I think this will be a good year. I'm going to reserve my right to say great year yet. I'm going to say good year as of now. And uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Season 2 of House of Hail. And we are going to meet up at a tailgate at a game this season. Get your tickets ready. Thanks for listening to House of Hail, guys, where those who stay will be champions. Go Blue!